So, Pam, just could you talk into the. Could you just talk into the mic so we can get a level on you? Hickety pickety price, a rickety pompadour jig. Spin spun must be done, higglety pickety nig. How's that? Not bad, just a little. If you could come in just a little bit. I think it Great. Was. How's great. that? Good. Oh, great. Thank pa, you. Pa, pa, pa. <laughs> su, su, su. Ta, ta, ta. Can you hear me? That's good. I like yes. that. Okay, good. Okay, we're ready. And now I'm warm, so it works out really well. Oh, good. Okay. Um, so well, we always just start with the word touche. Okay, so we'll okay, just so. say that. Touche. 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 Oh. <laughs> Fun. Thank you, Pam. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, ladies, gentlemen, and other, um, we have a very special guest we're so happy to have on the podcast today. It's Pam Goldberg. Hello. I'm honored to be here. We're honored to have you. Thank you, Pam. You know, we became huge fans of yours on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes. You're a big hit. Uh, you, you give great advice for actors, and um, I think you were coined as the oldest living equity member. Oh, no, no, not quite. Don't put me in the grave yet. (laughs) But uh, I have been working for 40 years, and I do offer advice. And I have to say, I love this podcast. You do? You listen? I do listen, and I like that you two are on the level. You're truth tellers (laughs) about the realness of the business. Right. It's not limo, learjet, caviar, cocaine. No, it's not. Oh, wow. You really had that on the tip of your tongue. Well, it's a perception that a lot of young people going into show business think it's going to be, but it's not. It's what am I doing next week? Where am I living next month? Oh, right. Right. (laughs) Right. I feel like, and Um, we all know. Are you safe, Pam? Do you have a place to live next month? I'm fine. I'm in the same residence I've been for almost 30 years. You're in the the Manhattan Plaza, aren't you? Well, I wasn't going to come out and give my address on air, but yes, I am. I won't say what floor. (laughs) But I do live there. <laughs> I wouldn't. May I say, I went to go visit a friend of the pod, Harry Boovey, who lives there too. Oh, yeah, I, lo- I know Harry. I can't, like, the turnstile, that building, I secretly want so bad to live in. And at the same time, I'm like, I, ca- I could never live in that building. I like feeling safe. Right, so. right, right. <laughs> I, I enjoy the levels of security. I do feel like the residents of that building would lay down the person next to them's lives yes. to keep themselves safe yes. in that building. It's almost a cult, <laughs> right. but not in a creepy way. Mm-hmm. It's just in a very supportive way. For instance, years ago, before the internet, uh, there was a fax machine at the end of my hallway. Right. And it was we all shared it. You know, we all chipped in a few cents for right. a, a month. And f- sides would come in spewed throughout the day and you'd say well where's my side for right you know Cagney and Lacey oh here it is and <laughs> and you'd sort through them but it was communal it was we communal. shared so you shared it so did I have a question then mm. so when side so when you're just standing over it for you know 20 30 minutes as one might mm. and other people's sides are coming through mm. did you ever like get jealous or did you ever poach any auditions or sides? Like, did was absolutely. or did any of that ever go on you? Oh, or absolutely, you absolutely, say, absolutely not. No, I did. I, I was, I, you know, it was a chance to see what else was happening. Right. And I would, you bet, I'd call my agent and say, "Get me in for this." How'd right. you know about it? Well, it came through a fax machine that I'm sharing at Manhattan Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> right. Of course. Right. You got to do it. Now, Pam, I'm just sort of interested in. Why, how did you know? When was when did you hear the siren call to the stage? Right. I played Mrs. Claus in an elementary school play when I was in second grade. Oh. And I this was in that. Michigan, and I loved it. I got laughs, and I knew I was good at something. So right. I wanted to get the hell out of Michigan and get to 
I guess New York because right. that's where people earned a living in theater. Right. Sure. And I, I played Mrs. Claus several more times later in life. Oh. Uh, but um, and my take on her is that she was exasperated with Santa. Uh, so right. I would improvise. <laughs> right, right. I'd improvise lines that would get laughs um, like, "Oh Jesus Christ, Santa!" Right, right, right. Which was not popular when I did it at a mall in Arkansas many years later. <laughs> Only that. that you have to know your audience. Right, you really right, do. Right, right. Right. Always. Where in New York, they'd probably be great. Downtown, the They'd kids love would it. love it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. Radio City. When did you come you to... You said it at Radio City. You... Good for you, yeah. Pam. <laughs> well, I said it sotto voce. I <laughs> <laughs> Snuck when, it in there. When did you move to New York? I moved to New York, let's see, uh, 1970, 1971. Wow. I, no, it was 1970. Now, New York has changed quite a bit I'll since say. then. Yeah, what do you miss? Uh, I miss how inexpensive it was and how fewer people there were. What do you not miss? I don't miss uh, having to carry a weapon with me at all times. Right. <laughs> what did you carry? I carried a, a, a nightstick. Naturally. Oh. Naturally. Naturally. I had to use it once. It was oh. terrifying. What happened? Well, someone grabbed my purse and I turned around and clocked him across the face with it. Right. So you I just knocked had out in your three hand? teeth. I knocked out three you teeth. You saw that happen. You know, it was horrifying. But then I, you know, so- we sock it away and we use these we things. Use it. Right, right. And, ba- and nowadays you'd have been sued. That oh, person sure. would have come back and sued you for mm-hmm. a good Or I would have been a, filmed on a camera. Right. And, you know. Right. Which would have, I would, so sorry, personally love to see you knocking out someone's. I don't team. know if I want to go back to that right. moment, okay. but it was, a, it was a, an important moment for me and him. He lost three teeth. Right. Sure. Right. But yeah, New York was dangerous, and right. you, you know, you're you're a, a woman, and you're going home from your show at night. It's tough. You want to stay with your your friends and watch you back at all times. But it toughened me up. This kid from the Midwest, that's for sure. Right. right. So you grew up in Michigan. I did. And you, what 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 um, what, when you started out in the business? Because you know, we talk about how this is a podcast where right. we 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 fight our way to the middle. Right. Tote that barge, lift that bail. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. You're so full of sayings, Pam. Well, and um, Stick around long enough, you'll be too. Yeah, well, I mean, touche. Mm-hmm. I mean, touche. Um, touche is a good phrase. Not a lot of people use it. I'm glad that you have reintroduced it to people. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Well, um, when you started out, what was your... What was your expectation of what your career would look like? Yeah. Did you think you would be... I was just so carried away with working. When I came to New York, I managed to book three summers of stock in Michigan. And then when I came to New York after that and lived there full time, I worked regionally a lot. And then within three years, I booked my first Broadway show. Which, clo- wow, yeah, which closed in two weeks, but regardless, I did it. I you, mean... Didn't you... Is that where you got your Tony nomination? I did. I received a Tony nomination. God, so what was... Okay. Mm. I want to know where you were... And who told you you got the to- like? Can you take it's, us back to when, where you were? Yep, it's very interesting, Jen, because it's very different than it is today. Uh, my show had closed in December. Right. The nominations came out in the spring. I was extremely unemployed, and I had an industrial coming up, but that wasn't for a couple right. months. <laughs> and then they said you've been nominated for a Tony. So who so called you? They no one called me. They were at my door. Who? Your agent or? It was someone from the Tony Awards, and they had a bouquet of flowers. Oh, that's so lovely. That yeah, it was nice. Incredible. 
Well, I thought some money would be involved right, as well, but right. it wasn't. Apparently now there is, I don't know. you can't sell flowers. You can't eat an, an award. No, you can't. You can't so, eat a Tony. So they knocked on your door, they gave you flowers, they told you like, and then you were like, Yeah, it was like feel? one of those publishers clearinghouse commercials. That's I said, so really, what, what, what is this? Are you kidding me? So, uh, you know, I got nominated and our choreographer got nominated. I was amazed enough people came in and saw the damn thing to begin with. What did you wear? Oh, I don't remember. Right. Oh, okay. I bet you looked gorgeous, though. Oh, you're sweet. Yeah. And how was the, like, when they said your name, like, ugh, what was that like sitting there when they were calling out the different names and it could have been you? It was the first award of the evening, so it was ugh. over in a, in a yeah, very quickly. Right. <laughs> and then I just remember the rest of the awards were uh, a lot of... Uh, People drank more back then, so there was a lot of drunk and high people around me. That really was my main that. memory. I mean, and yeah. smoke, cigarettes. Do you remember who right. did win? <sighs> I do. Uh, it was a, a woman named Janie Sell who won the award. Um, she now is a legal secretary, so in a oh, sense I right. lost to a civilian. Right, <laughs> oh, no. right, you know, right. Which kinda, Good for her, though. She found a way. You know, it's hard. Oh, See, she's you can, wonderful. I support her. You can win a Tony. I mean, this is what we say. You can get to the biggest, the highest level in this industry, and it it might not take you to, like, fame and fortune. You might then, or she might have just been like, fuck it, I just want a, I want a nine to five. I want to get off the, the hamster wheel. Yeah, right. Have wheel. you ever had that urge to get off the hamster wheel? I don't know what else I do. Sometimes I do master classes, but other than that, I, I, I don't know what else I do. Oh, my God, I'm dying. Have you seen online these new master classes that you can... I what have. do you think of these? Well, I, I've seen the advertisements for them, but they're very expensive. So I've never gone in and actually watched an entire one. But they seem, it seems like they really get in-depth, which is great. They're fancy people. They do. They do. And they're expensively produced, it looks like. But I think a lot of people now think they can act or think they want to act and, and think they want to do many things, cook, direct, uh, so I understand why there's an audience for that. Because right. people now can, which is good, they can learn trades on, say, YouTube. Right. You know, <laughs> I, I, I learned how to lay a floor. I learned oh, how to really? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't big. It was for my bathrooms. It was a very small amount of space, but I did it. Did you rip up the old one? I sure did. Wow. And can you do that in a rental? Well, uh, yeah, I had to I had to work it out with my, uh, but like with I Manhattan said, Manhattan Plaza. Yes, yes, but they 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 know me very well, and it was approved. Gotcha. Now, um, did you get a bump from that Tony nomination? Where where not at all. Were like trying to not at all cast you more or anything? No, I mean it was a nice thing that got me in a few rooms for a moment, but then I went back to I, I did another Broadway show which was a revival of the women, which was quite frankly a bit of a snooze. And then <laughs> yeah, I love that play. I do too. I, I was the pregnant one that constantly had to sit down. Yeah, oh, that's great. Fun part. <laughs> I played the not a good artist. director. No, oh, that's a, I played the, 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 yeah, gossip. the chatty gossip. That's it's a good really part fun. too. It's a great part. Oh, I wish I would have seen you in that. Um, I, uh, yeah, I went on and did uh, some more regional work, and then I did an off-Broadway show called A Woman Falls Apart that I won an Obie Award for, and that led me to L.A. and to a pilot. Oh, what was the pilot? It was called Nuns Aplenty, and it was, nuns were very popular back right, in the early right. 80s, so oh. it was just a bunch of nuns getting into misadventures. Right. What did you think of L.A.? I thought L.A. was overwhelming, and I didn't like the amount of, driving I had to do. So you drive? I, I can drive, sure. 
you know, I we drove around Michigan as a kid. Oh, true, Michigan, you know, done. Yeah. Um, do you prefer? Did the did the pilot go? Yeah, we ran for I don't know, like a season and a half, and I made more money than I'd ever seen in my life. Right, right. Which was great. Um, wonderful actors were in it. Alice Platon and Edie McClurg oh. uh, were some of the other wow. nuns in it, and uh, <laughs> I played the sort of sleepy nun. She kept falling asleep. Oh my God, that's great. Then you she don't was have like to narcoleptic. Learn, right, but you don't have to learn a lot of lines then, probably. N- yes, that's a very practical observation, and I appreciate it. <laughs> Okay. I'd be happy with that part. So do you prefer um, stage to film? I like stage because it's all on you. You show up with how you want to look and what your props are and what you how you want to move around the stage. And on TV, you can't you everyone's you don't touch anything. Right. Here here, sit here. (laughs) Here's this teacup. Oh, okay. Right. I guess. Right. We're Uh, like in theater you get to have a you get to say what prop. I buy you do? I buy all my own props. Oh, you do? Is that... I respect that so much because I'm... Listen, I'm I prop, played... Like, I, I respect that so much. I played Madame Armfeld and I wanted a working wheelchair. I wanted it. It right. was important to the thing and they didn't have it at this theater. And I they went out. They couldn't get it? They couldn't get do it. Do you save a receipt? When you say a working wheelchair... Sometimes. Oh, a work, you mean they put you in just a chair? I mean a period-appropriate wheelchair right, right. that is... Functional. Right. I like functional props. Right. If I'm using this, if, if there's a if there's a cane, if there's a, a, a sort of a champagne bottle that needs to open right. on a button of a joke, you bet I'm going to get it. So it works. And you don't just... It's no good blaming someone else. It's no good saying, well, the prop mistress should have done... Mm, no, that's you out there. Have you ever... I, I highly respect that. Have you ever had some pushback from props? Always. Right, I'll bet. <laughs> yeah. A good props master or mistress is one of the rarest things in show business. It is. It Same is. with a good stage manager. Let's be real. I mean... But the good ones you just want to carry with you everywhere. I feel... And this is not... I mean, I think you're one of the greatest actresses we have today. Like, one oh, one know. of the original, like, for the art, for the craft. I've never seen you, nor have I ever heard you phoning in five seconds of a performance. Like, I don't think you're capable oh of phoning in anything. That's a compliment, and I appreciate it. I it's I don't feel... Even if you were, like, you had the flu and you were vomiting off stage, which I I heard you have done. I have vomited off stage. That was in a production of Night Mother. <laughs> right. Where the daughter, the I woman who played the daughter had Tourette's. So it was a very difficult experience and kept me on my toes. It ended up being very interesting because I never quite knew what she... And she was very verbal with her tics. So I never quite knew what she was going to say. And I also got very sick during that process. You had like this terrible flu and then you got it again. Well, I actually had food poisoning. Oh my God. Don't get sushi in Cleveland. Oh (laughs) my God. Don't you do it. Uh, Now... You said you, you teach master classes. Yes. Um, what what do you focus on in your master class? More than anything, meal prep. <laughs> really? Yes. Stop. So, well, I feel like I get I feel like you get that, Jeff. I feel like you understand that. Well listen, New I York feel- is a different place now and it's expensive to live here. And young actors right. say, I don't have enough money for 
a class, a dance class, an acting class, a singing class. And I said, well, that's because you're you're spending $20 every day on lunch. You're eating. Right? Listen, spend a day. Make your stuffed peppers. Make your ratatouille. Suck it away. And then you will have the money that you can need to spend to take the classes to build your craft. I mean, my And book a job. I'm telling you, my parents were visiting in town, and I have a quick pot, one of those Instapots that Cole gave me. Oh, they're me. good, aren't they? And my dad gave me this long, this recipe for a chili what not what have you and he's like and you just freeze part of it and then you have your meals for the week it's it just takes practice like everything else it's easier than people think so is that the first thing you bring up in a in your master class well yes i'm very practical i'm not one for i don't go in for hoo-ha you know mystery process acting i don't go for that right i, I like talking about the practical difficulties of being an actor in the city and that's one of them if you can't have enough money, you won't be able to take a class where you can get up in front of people, sing, because that's, that's not you. Who you are in front of an audience is a different thing entirely. That is an instrument that you are uh, needing to hone and, 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 and build. Right. And uh, if you're not able to do that, then you won't get anywhere. I love that advice. I love that approach. I mm -hmm. love that approach. Where did you study? I didn't. On the boards. Three summers of stock at the Northland Playhouse in Michigan, right. acting with people like Cesar Romero and Ivan DiCarlo and Spring Byington. Right. Spring Byington. You know her. No. That's okay. a great name, though. Yeah. She's one. Byington? What? Mm -hmm. What is that nationality? She did a lot of movies. She was in a lot of those Doris Day comedies. She was in You Can't Take It With You. <laughs> oh. Yeah. What do you know about that? She so, knew how to do meal prep. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's fascinating. I need to get into more meal so prep. So is that where you learned from actors before you? Yeah, you learn, you know, timing and setup and, and uh, you know, how to hear the audience and how to really listen to mm -hmm. your fellow actor right. and not to be, you know, you're so nice to sit and listen to me now and give me focus, but if you were sitting there brushing your hair... It would be odd. Right. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> right. It's right. nice to just realize where the focus is on stage. And a lot of young actors don't know that. Mm -hmm. And, I, and that's, that's, I don't know if they're teaching that now. It's all very much, well, what's happening with me and my feelings and what's going on with me right now. It's and very really inside it's like, out. No, it's, the focus is over here. Right. It's over here. It's over Look here. over there. Yeah. That's Give awesome. it. Give the focus. Right. What now? Do you um, you still go out and do regional theater? You're not someone. Yeah, else. I'm doing a Doll's House Part Two uh, in a couple months. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. What part are you playing? Oh, who do you think? I'm You're playing, playing the, the maid. maid. Yes, of oh, course. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I would die to be in that with you. Well, that would be a lot. Well, we'll, we'll talk. Oh. But, um, <laughs> I, I think uh, there's a wonderful. It's funny. I've done it a few times now across the country. Oh my and, god! Tell and that me. her best line is "Fuck you, Nora." Right. 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 But some theaters make me say. Oh, forget about it, Nora. Which Why? I, well, you tell me. Does Lucas Nick have anything to say about like? He will now. Wow! I hope Lucas is a list, is a friend of the podcast. Hello, Lucas. I appreciate your work. Oh my God! You must be so excited. Oh, I'm very excited. It's a wonderful play. People like it. 
it's yeah. a good show. I do mm-hmm. like it a lot. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't require a great deal of physical exertion on my part. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something that happened a few years ago. I went in to replace Lucy Arnaz on the national tour of that Pippin, the Circus Pippin. Did you oh, see that? Oh, yes. I didn't. Oh, you played the grandmother well, with the I trapeze? Well, I was scheduled oh, to. my God. I was scheduled to replace her for the last two weeks. They were desperate, and they called me. Happens often. And uh, <laughs> I was to be lo- lowered on a trap. You saw it. Uh, I was to be lo- lowered on a trapeze, something I'd never done before. Which Andrea Martin. Which Stri- Andrea right. Martin did, correct. And and I had very little rehearsal. I was a replacement. You're with a stage manager who's walking around with a script saying, right. oh, and then there's going to be people juggling fire over here. Right. And you say, sure, okay. <laughs> but I, oh, I did, God. and I had a... Um, uh, uh, sort of um, uh, carnival. Well, I don't want to say he was a circus person, and his name was Dimitri. And I and he. Um, well, to make a long story short, he dropped me. He oh, dropped me, oh and um, I think he resented the fact that I had no core strength. And, <laughs> and so he was difficult to work with, and um, uh, he thought of me as a burden, which. To his defense, I was physically a burden to him. Right, And right. Uh, he just let go of me and dropped me, and I, 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 I broke three ribs. Oh, and my God! I've been, and I had to have surgery on my hip and my knee. I fell, I, I know how to fall. Fair, okay? no, I, right. But I fell hard, right. and I took all, my, one side of my body took all the impact, and ever since then, that was a good 10, 10 or so years ago, you know, I can still do a lot, but uh, uh, let's say a fast-paced, door-slamming farce, maybe not so much. Oh, my God. Was my, like- my agent offered me noises off the other day, and I said, what, are you trying to kill me? Right, right, you know. right. No, there's no way. <laughs> Wait, so was Dimitri, was he um, reprimanded? I don't know. I, 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 I pursued, it. well, you know, it was, many people saw it, and uh, it was an accident, so he claims. I, uh, I, yeah, I didn't pursue any Right, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Who replaced you? I don't know. I really don't. They only had like a week left. Uh, They brought in somebody. Mm. I think maybe a swing took over. Maybe a swing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's common. (laughs) Some young child. Yeah, a young person with old age makeup talking about how you need to start living. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Yeah. Now, what... uh, you know, you're talking about how you're you're doing Dolls House Part Two. Yeah. Not in town. No, at the Coconut Grove Playhouse in Florida. Okay, Coconut Grove, a, a good good house. So, wh- how do you prepare to go out of town? Well, oh, yeah, that's a good question. It's becoming more and more difficult. The old I'm 72. I'll say it loud and proud. Wow, it's gorgeous. It's becoming more and more difficult to keep my luggage under 50 pounds. <laughs> Why? Well. Right. We amass things in right. life. Right, right. And when I leave town, I'm, I'm, I keep it Spartan and I keep it simple. But there are still things I want to take with me. Sure, and I mean, you've... Photographs, a blanket, you know, a magic bullet, a, a pan. So right, you want to make your home. Like, you travel, you want to make your space That's your very home. important and very important. Some, some uh, uh, out-of-town housing is... For lack of a better word, sparsely furnished. So right. you want to bring things that will make it feel a place that you want to be for a few weeks. Oh, God. So I I will bring um, I will ship a lot beforehand, mostly cook cookery and uh, pans pots. Um, I want you bring your own pots and pans. I do. 
I do. Again, I, if I you want, that. it's the same idea behind the props. I want to know that this is going to work. Right, right, right. <laughs> so there's only one way to ensure that. Bring your own. Exactly. Bring your own. Yeah, a wooden spoon. They it's they never have it in company they never, houses. They never have they never have a can opener. They never have a can. They opener. never have a can opener. Or they'll, or they'll have six. six. Do you know what I mean? Right, right. They'll never have a can opener, or they'll have six, and it'll be the kind that's like the skeleton one. Yeah. That doesn't have the actual turn. You know. No. It, it, and no. I can't use that. No, no. It's all it's it's some well-meaning twenty-year-old has gone to the dollar store right. hours before you've gotten there. Right. And sort <laughs> yes. of. Sort of, you know, bought a bunch of stuff that isn't really usable. Right, exactly, so, exactly. So I enjoy working regionally, and I'll do it till I die, but I've learned that I need to, uh, you know, take care of what I need to take care of. Is there is there a house you wouldn't work for or, or a place you wouldn't go? Not yet. I mean, I, I, uh, I, I think most of the places that hire me uh, know that... Uh, I mean business. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Is there is there a is there a favorite audience? Like, if, are you like, you know, Denver is the best. Cincinnati is, but like, is there is you know, like the Berkshires? Like, what is your what's your is there is there a region or an audience that you just love? I just like it when they come. Right. You know, when they actually show up. That's a nice thing because I've done it. I've had. It's it's real hard doing Tartuffe for eight people, <laughs> yeah. I, and I've done it. And it's it's there are especially moments that are just or a flea in her ear, like especially moments that are just for that the plot is not advancing. This is solely to make you all laugh. Right. A bit, and there's eight people. It's like let's just skip over this for Christ's sake. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Do so you, I like it when people come. Right. Do you bond with your casts when you're out of town? Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I do. I'm not very social. I don't go out late at night. I'm an early riser and I'm pretty much I go home and watch my Roku and have a cup of tea and hit the head. Right, so when the show's done, oh, God. So then, like, because you get up at what? You five. get up at five. Right, so if a show is... Yeah, what happens three when you Like, what What about, like, if it's a three-hour well, show? Sure, I did August Osage County, and that was a challenge for me because it really, I adjusted my... Uh, sleeping pattern a little bit because it's like that's just a long show and if that starts at show. 8 mm -hmm. 9 10 11 mm -hmm. you have i know you have your famous like warm down and all that that you have to do in the space or mm -hmm. in your dressing room and mm -hmm. you, by the time you get out of there you the company management drives you back to your your apartment right and then you know then i don't know if there's bathing show i don't know what then what is a wind down for you look like like a post show like let's say in august osage county mm -hmm. three plus hour situation out of town yeah what's your post show ritual if you have one first thing i ice my knees second thing is i i will steam and third thing is i'll i'll eat a lot of ginger and garlic so because i don't want to get sick you especially if someone else in the company is sick right get away from me you right. steam after the show i do oh yeah it, it, it's because often i'm especially august i was i played that mother who brays and yells so at the, great. and and my voice would be tired so it's a little bit of soothing right tlc before you go to bed right. sometimes i'll gargle with salt water but i don't like salt Right, right, right. So, but I'll do it. It helps. So all of that, and then you say cool you'll watch down. a Roku. Yeah, um, I'll usually watch something on PBS. Yeah. Or a documentary. Gotcha. Yeah, I like that. Any good Any good documentaries out right now? 
I watched the one on Halston, which was interesting. Oh. And it was about New... And I lived at that time. Right. And I had a friend who was a... Who designed my wig. Uh, Sebastian McMartin, who's a dancer, who designed my wig. Um, I lost all my hair. But right. that's a story. It, I did a production of Gaslight, and I lost all my hair. So I've been wearing wigs ever since. And uh, he was a sort of associate designer at Halston. So I thought that was interesting to watch, and it brought back a lot of... It brought back a lot of memories of him. Right, uh, right, yeah. yeah. And, you know, New York was just full of exciting, brilliant young things back then. And they, they, it took effort to live here and move here. And you had to really want to be here. And I think a lot of the kids now just kind of come because they feel they should, you know. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, now, Pam, as we said. What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I'm not trying to challenge you. I'm just saying... You know, make your point. Well, it's just, you know, it's still an effort to live here. It's very expensive, and so you really have to work hard to, to be able to stay here. And that, I'm not debating that. My point was that I feel as though what's missing from young people is the passion and interest and desire to want to live here, as opposed to feeling, well, I guess I'll move to New York in the fall. Well, I guess I'll go to L.A. Well, I guess I'll do this. And but you know that's not a problem because time weeds out those people. Mm. <laughs> that's right. what I found. Right, unless their parents are paying for it. Well, in that there's a there's an end date to that too. Eventually, for most of them. Um, Did you know. ever have a? We already talked about this. You you never even once considered leaving the business, getting off the hands. No, never. No, no. Uh, I can't do anything else, and my interest is never flagged. So why would I? Do you have any? Um, this is just a side note, but do you have any brothers or sisters? No, I'm an only I'm an only child. Uh, my parents decided that one was plenty, uh, and I sort of uh, when I left Michigan, we didn't really we didn't really keep in touch. But that's a boring that's a boring story. Fair. Now, do you, Fair. Do, how many weeks a year do you work? Like, do you always have insurance? Are you ever concerned about that? Oh, yeah. That? What's that like? What's I've insurance been like? I've always had insurance oh, my for God. the past 25 years. Wow. I've never had to do anything else. I've had to get real creative sometimes, like I was saying, Mrs. Claus, at a mall in Arkansas. And, but I won't... Do you get weeks for that? Sure. Sure. Uh, uh, <laughs> and I've, I, I've done a cruise ship... I won't. I won't do them now because my knees couldn't handle the listing. Right. <laughs> but um, I, I, I'm willing to take that job that maybe you aren't willing to. Right. And that's been something that sustained me over God, the that, years. That is. I mean, you're right. You're I right. tend is, to. I tend to show up. You show. I mean, and that is so the key that I wish we could teach mm, yes. the young ones coming in. Just show. Up. Just mm -hmm. show up. Even if you're not invited, maybe just show up. Oh, I can't tell you how many auditions I've crashed, for lack of a better word. Really? Yes. God, I wonder if they even allow that anymore. Uh, well, I can tell you right now they don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. I got a slap on the wrist. What happened? Well, you know, there was a, a series of uh, Horton Foot plays that were being done. <laughs> oh, my God. Where? I, well, here in town. Oh my God! So what I casting office was this? You've got. I can't remember the casting office. You probably don't want to say. I'd rather not. It's say. It's okay. Yeah, you remember the guy. Okay, you don't have to say. But well, you don't have to say. But I showed up. They knew who I was. I, I was. I, I. They know my work, and I'm a reader for them frequently. Right. And um, I went in, and they said, "What are you, are you reading here today?" And I said, "Well, I want to go in for this part." 
And uh, I, I'm a Tony-nominated actress of, yeah. a, of a certain age. Yeah. I thought I was right for it. They didn't. That's the end of the story. But oh, they weren't boy. mean about it. They just, they were very surprised because, like you said, it's something a lot of people don't do. Right. I have gone to auditions and someone across the hall has said, oh, Pam. And then they brought me in right. for their audition. Right. Which I think is odd, but I've, got, I've done it, you know. I've gone in and I've out done and that gotten once. jobs. You've done that once? Once. Yeah. Once. Yeah. Did you get it? Nope. Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, nope. <laughs> you didn't think of me to call me in for it. Don't don't remind yourself now. And I don't want to be thought of on, on the day. You know, that's a hasty decision. That's a hasty decision. I want to be considered and wanted and appreciated. Mm. Don't we <laughs> all? Yes, don't we all? Ugh. Oh, my God. 25 years... Health insurance, God's amazing. Yeah. Have you had to toggle between SAG and equity, or has it just been equity the whole time? No, it's been equity the whole time. Uh, I, Even I, when you were in the nun show? Or um, the, the TV show? Yeah, I, I chose between the two, and I chose and I decided to stick with it. Right, because didn't you, when you were shooting that show, didn't you were still you actually were still doing theater in California? Didn't you take both jobs? I you did. Or something about you said you were what was it you were working at the Geffen or the Pasadena Playhouse mm, at mm. night and you were shooting during the day. What oh, was I've that done story? that many times. That's yeah. crazy. Oh well, I like I said I, I get up early, so it's not a, a hardship for me. <laughs> right. I'm also not afraid of naps. Some right. people are. Some people are afraid of naps. I'm afraid. I feel afraid it, it of really naps. It really messes with their day, but I thrive on them. Um, uh, I was doing Nuns of Plenty during the day where it wasn't needed every day. You fair, know? fair. And then uh, I was doing um, I was doing Mother Courage at night. Wow. Jesus Christ. Well, one was like a vacation from the other, you know. Well, kept fair, me, kept fair me enough. Interested. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair <laughs> enough. A vacation from the other. Yeah, yeah. I had to Damn. carry a lot of heavy things in Mother Courage. That's really my main memory was... Uh, Were you playing... Mother Courage? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, had a, I, I, I had a permanent nerve damage from how heavy the wheelbarrow was on my shoulders from that show. Right. You... No... It seems like you really have gotten... Uh, Say it, injured? Beat up a lot. Yeah. Yes, yes. I, I don't know why, but it, I've injured myself in every show I've ever done. <laughs> I don't... You can laugh, but it's true. I... <laughs> I, I, I would, I'm just unlucky, I guess. I'm unlucky. I would not sit here to presume to give you any advice. Yeah. I mean, m maybe... A, letting a props person mm -hmm. shoot be, only because I know that you still have the wheelbarrow from Mother Courage and I've seen it in your apartment and I, I know you got it at some like three it was an auction in California that you went and got that from and that was an authentic wheelbarrow from like 1910 I mean that's some heavy shit and I think props might have given you something you know made a phone call or something. I don't know. Right, right. Well, yes. Uh, yes. Above all, I want the props to be functional. Yeah, you're right. But, um, you know, you you're can right. injure yourself any number of ways. You're right. You're right. I saw, you're you, right. I saw you in silence, and that was a very physically active performance. It was a very physically active performance. Did you active hurt yourself? Yeah, I did hurt See, myself. See, I'm telling you, it's not unusual. No, it's it, not. Over the years. But every do. show... You can... You can I remember I, I had to say, get out of here in this one play. Right. And I had to throw my right arm to the right and point, and I was right. sort of banishing someone. Sure, sure. You know, I don't remember what play it was, but I kept doing that, and I remember, 
get out of here, get out of here, every night, like, with the full force of my energy uh, with that right arm. And then after a, a few weeks of that, I my uh, ball and socket joint yeah. in my shoulder, my, my arm came out of it, because I... <laughs> oh. And I had to be put, it had to be, you know, click, click, On back stage in. that happened? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a stress, a repeated stress, stress injury. I, and that's when I was younger and thought I had to do everything at 110%. And the doctor at, uh, you know, at uh, the Freeman, uh, Freeman Health Clinic said, well, Pam, maybe just don't do it as energetically. Right. We, we'll fill in the gaps in the audience. So my question. We understand you're banishing them. I get yeah. So now. Well, that's so nice that your doctor had that, um. You know, insight. Oh, yeah. he, he was at opening night. Oh, he was a, oh, so he a was, theater fan. Well, right. he lived at Manhattan Plaza. <laughs> of course, well, of course. Yeah. A doctor I can live at Manhattan Plaza. Well, he was an ex dancer. He was an ex dancer, oh. right? I think I think I've called a OBGYN who lived at Manhattan Plaza. Sure. Or at least was everybody at Manhattan Plaza's OBGYN, and Wait. then someone gave me a number, and I got a script for. UPI. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. <laughs> so, real quick question, because I know that like. You still went on after you probably were in like a cast or a sling or something. So what I was had the a gesture? I would have bra- it was get out of here. But then when you were in the brace, how did you adjust? Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Oh, you still oh, did. I it. wish I wish I we, did it, but I just didn't do it with so much force. I wish we had video arm? because yeah, it was great. there was a difference I could tell. Right. Is that a criticism? No. Of our own podcast, not of you. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying like the first way was better. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I was saying they both are effective, but the second one protected your arm. Correct. Yes, and that's what you learn as you age. I don't need to throw myself on the floor. I don't need to, you know, play with such reckless abandon. Because no, what if, you only have yeah, one body. You only what have what is right. the, like, you know, the young person's term is self-care. Mm. So what, what is the mm. self-care that you take in a rehearsal room? I love that. That I take in with me to a rehearsal room. Well, not even just things that you take in, but but things that you sort of keep in uh, mind. Yes, or or even maybe sort of maybe demand is too strong a word, but but make the director know that you are not willing to do X, but you well, are willing to do. Y. I'm at the point now, and you you two will get there where you just say, "I'm not going to do that." Right. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Right. I'm not going to do that eight times a week. Right. Uh, and I can. I'm willing to try certain things. But uh, someone wanted me to be carried on someone's back, you know, for a show. Because I had died. My character had died. Right. Uh, some play, I think it was a Sam Shepard play. And it was like they were dragging mom's body out of Right. The, you know, yeah. So, so uh, they wanted me hoisted over this young boy's right. shoulder. And I said, he's Probably not going to carry me. but still. Well, he, he was strong, but I could tell he was young and eager to please. And I saw in his eyes true fear. And right. I, I don't, <laughs> right. I don't right. think he was up for it. But when you're young, you, you're, you want to do well, which is very different from being a good actor. Right? Very true. You know? Very true. So, so uh, I'll, I draw my... You know, I just listen to my instincts, and I say, I don't, uh, that doesn't feel good. I'm not going to do it. Right. I, you know. uh, do you still do stunts that are sort of planned out and things like that? Yeah, sure. Uh, well, not since Pippin. Right. right. But uh, before that, I was doing a, a Lend Me a Tenor. I had to, I had to do a backflip uh, over a couch. <laughs> oh, that's and, so fun. And it was fun, and I did it well, and it was we rehearsed it carefully, and there was plenty of safe soft places to land and it was fine right. but uh you know 
I think I, I, maybe if I had done that when I was in my 20s, well, I did a farce on Broadway called Let's Try the Other House. Right. And it was not good. And I played the Swedish landlady. And one of the main things I did in that show was jump out of windows. That was a terrible running gag. Oh, no, they're coming. And then I jumped right. out of a window. <laughs> right. Right. And right. then she kept reappearing. So exactly. Far, it's, it went over as well with the audience as it did with you right now. <laughs> oh, my God. We closed in the night we opened, but, uh, which doesn't really happen anymore, does it? Yeah, what no. is it about? It used to a lot. The Times would come out, they'd hate it, they'd hate you, you wouldn't have a job the next day, and you were hungover but I think from there are, the opening now, party. Now there are a lot of intellectual property Sure, or, or or everything's at an institutional theater where it has a guaranteed right. run. Or they're just famous people in it, so it's like, well, people right. will still buy a ticket because see, Julia Roberts is in it. To see them, correct, correct. Have you ever worked with Julia Roberts? I've never worked with Julia Roberts. I did do an industrial with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, I bet that was so fun. <laughs> it was. It was for IBM, and I played. she played a young... This was in the 80s, you know. It right. was very working girl. She played a woman in an office, and I played her nagging uh, manager. And it was fun. We both got paid very well. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. No. <laughs> um, have either of you done an industrial? I've never done an industrial. Are they still... They don't really have... My, my, my agent tells me they don't happen anymore, Pam, which I always wonder, are you lying to me? I have a friend that does them. I knew it! <laughs> oh my you're God, be careful. You're, you're going to throw your to arm say, out again. You're going well, to gonna have to make a phone call after I, this. I'll say. You're going to have to make a phone call. Oh, sure. oh, my goodness. It confirms... Well, thank you. It confirms something I was wondering for a while. I mean, some of them are sort of different than what we... Like, they had that Skittles musical that he was in, but then he, he's... Oh, doing, a musical? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. They're all musical. They're all musical, but they're not like corporate training videos or like... Oh, this no. is We're they're celebrating not. 30 years of our company. You know, there's a lot of that. You know, in-house, think, in-house employee-based oh, uh, content. Right. I think he does that sort of thing where, like, all of a sudden... Like they'll come up on stage and they'll yeah. sing a song. You're gonna have to give me his information when we're done. I yeah, I think I you should. Max I think Chernin you, is his name. Okay. I think you 100%. We should get him on the podcast too and just talk about industrials the whole time. I'm yeah. sure he'll love it. He's 29. He's 28. He's good for him. <laughs> yeah. No, good I did them when I was that age too, and they sustained me. Right. Oh you know, God. It was helpful. Because especially in the 80s when it was just Cats or the High Road on Broadway. <laughs> right. Or the Low Road, depending on cats? how you look at it. I never did Cats, no. Uh, do I'm you not, do musicals? Oh, I've done a lot of musicals. My Tony nomination came from a Oh, right, right, right. I've done Oklahoma several times. I did Annie. I played Miss Hannigan. It's the only time I've ever gotten fired. Oh, God. Oh, what happened? Well, right. I, I wanted to play that character as tough. I was going by the given circumstances from the script. Right. This was the Depression, and she had an orphanage to run. Right. And she needed that job. Yeah, she And did. she wasn't about to lose that job. So those kids were going to start, you know, were not keep in line. Right. You know, and she, and so I, I, apparently I was too mean. I didn't physically harm any of the children, but I was... You know, I'd scream at them. and On uh, stage. Sure, yes. And the director said, Pam, you're too mean. And I said, yes, but this is a mean woman. And he said, yes, but this is, uh, this is a musical comedy. And I said, yes, but I'm an actress. And he said, yes, but sometimes we need to be an entertainer as well as being an actor. We never got past that. <laughs> Disagreement. 
<laughs> wow. I would... I'm waiting for Miss Hannigan who's actually mean. It, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I think sometimes they just uh, get too, player it's drunk. Too, it's too <laughs> drunk or silly. It's a, it's a role written for a clown, and I, I appreciate that. But, it, uh, it but could, she her... can be... She can be fierce and truly frightening, and I think it would add another element to the show. I think people make her like a fun drunk. I want to see a Miss Hannigan as a mean drunk. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? It's I like, think she is. She's a mean drunk. Yeah. Like, and I mean a terrifying drunk. Yeah. I want to see. I would have loved to have seen that. I know what you mean. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Do you feel more comfortable in drama than over comedy? Well, uh, no, not really. I, I think in comedy it's easier to know if you're doing a good job. Good point. The the, uh, the reaction is immediate and in real time. That's a real good point. But uh, you know, in a drama, sometimes uh, you're sometimes the script can make you feel like you're not doing a good job because it's a bad script. Mm. So, so you'll you'll take on the feelings of you're like well, this is, I just feel terrible. But then it's like well that's not a well written scene, mm. and you're feeling that way. Talk to me about fans. Mm. Talk to me about, I know, like, do they do fan mail anymore? Like, do you do stage door after shows? Like, no, what no, is they, that you, for you? You're kind to ask me that, but people really don't know who I am. Uh, people within the business recognize me if they're over a certain age. Casting directors seem to just get younger and younger now. No right. one knows who the hell I am. But but fans, no. I, 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 I never had a role or a, a, a TV show that gave me that sort of public level of notoriety you know i'm a i'm a i'm a workhorse and i'm a journeyman right <laughs> right mm-hmm. right that's us too yeah that's we're, us we're too. not we stage have... doored either yeah no. no one is stage dooring unless and it makes getting they're... home really easy it, i know and then everyone else they're having and i just slip right on by it's like right. bye mm-hmm. and i go home mm-hmm. unless they unless they are like a completist and want every single person's signature. That right. sounds exhausting to me. Totally. And an actor, I think it was Tova Felchu, gave me a great bit of advice about getting through a stage door quickly. What'd she say? Have a bicycle with you. <laughs> That's a, a really good it's, point. Because well, I, I gotta go. I'm on my bike. I'm, I'm right. on, I, I gotta go. Right. Thank you. I, You're all wonderful, and I appreciate it, but I gotta go. I gotta go. I, I gotta go. I mean, I always dreamed that of getting on Broadway. I haven't yet, and having, like, put into my you contract. Will. Thank you. Thank you. No, you will. And having written into my contract that I, one of the, like, I have a place to park my motorbike. Mm. You know, along, oh, you know, where you. even better. You know, and then I could just, like, my helmet will be on. Yeah, yeah. Wear the I, helmet. That's what Tova know. said. Tova said, wear, wear the, the helmet. helmet. <laughs> right. You're not going to see me leaving on my motorbike. Yeah, and then you can leave. You don't even have to take your wig cap off. Oh. That's a really good point. I've never even on. fucking ta- thought about and yeah. That's fucking genius. Yeah, yeah. It gets you. I, I want to get home right away. I, <laughs> I, I, I am so excited right now at the thought that, like, when I get on Broadway, I'm going to have a place to park my motorbike in my fucking contract. And I'm most excited about Mm -hmm. the fact that you just gave me this tip that Mm -hmm. I can just put my motorcycle helmet over my... And so when I go home and I draw the bath, I can take out my pin curls in the bath. In the bath. I'm dying right now. With Epsom salt. And, right. And then ice your knees and go to bed. Ice your knees. No, even though you don't like salt, but it's different to bathe in it. It's different to, to bathe in it. it. Right. Exactly. I just don't like ingesting it. Right. Right. right, right. High blood pressure. Right. Oh, sorry. Okay. Um, now, is there anything you wouldn't do as an actor, like, 
like content wise, like if something was too violent or, or you had to do nudity or you right. had to, like, is there any of those jobs that you've turned down over the years because of those kinds of reasons? No, I haven't. Uh, I tend to say yes, uh, unless it's really morally reprehensible, but I haven't come across that, you know. Uh, you'll get nude, you'll fight, you'll curse, you'll do any of it. Yes, and I'll get nude because I. <laughs> Me too. Hey, I get look at your te- you are in you are in safe company because I consistently get nude. I don't play characters where the plot hinges on my character's sex life. Same. So if I'm to be nude, it's not <laughs> supposed to be sexy. Right. I'm right. a crazy woman with a knife. <laughs> right. And you blast your clothes. Right. 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 It's it's not sexual it's, right, nudity. It's, it's, it's funny, insane nudity. Right. It's ins- it's it's insane. It's it's misplacement. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a joke. Yeah. Same same same. Yeah. Uh, we share that. We sure. share that. You and I. I did. I I have been nude. I did Marat Saad, and I was one of the inmates nude the whole show. Right. But that person just couldn't understand how to put on clothing. Right. Right. <laughs> I just made a backstory. Was that? <laughs> And that was famously, after, that was after when you were, um, I mean, anyway. This. So, so you make a backstory for all of your characters. Oh, absolutely. And that, I love. And so you didn't study. That's just something that you do. No, I, I picked that up from Uta Hagen. She talks about that right. in her book. You laugh. It's a great book. No, no. I, no, it, it, I, I thought you were telling me you had studied with Uta Hagen. Oh, no. In, no, I didn't. I couldn't afford those classes. And she, she. Yeah, it was hard to get in there. You right. had to. There was a whole pro- screening process, and I remember I, I went once, and I did try to get in, and I uh, they said no, no thanks. Right. Because I mostly had musicals on my resume, and they turned their nose up at that. Right. 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 Yeah. God, I can't. I can't get over a character choice backstory that they can't <laughs> figure out how to get their clothes on. So well, that poor woman it. struggled with a lot. That, that I played in Maratsad. She was an inmate at Charenton, which is an asylum back then, and she had issues with hygiene and, and depth perception. <laughs> right, right. Did you give her a right. name? Yeah, I think I did. I think her name was something French that I, like, right. like uh, you know, Celine or something like that. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Gorgeous. Um, so... I, you say you, you listen to this show, so you, you know that at the end of every oh, episode, yeah. mm. we ask our guests, what is your dream for a year from now? Oh, my God. Three, what's the date? What's oh, the date? It is uh, Oct- uh, November 7th. It's November 7th, 2020. Tell us about your year. You get whatever you want. This can be Does professional. Be about- this can be personal. Well, it's personal. Uh I'm 72, so I hope to be alive next year. And I hope that Trump is not our president. Great. Well, it would be right around this time. That's that's where my mind goes when you ask me that question. Because I think uh, it's affecting... I don't want to bring everybody down, but I think it's affecting audiences and the way they consume... (laughs) That's why. Yeah. That's why you're not okay with Trump. Because it's affecting audiences. It's affecting audiences. Right, right. They've become barbarians. Right, right. Do you, um, people leave trash now in the theater since he's been president, and they people, never used to. Well, they're also they be, never used. They're to. also being given sippy cups now with yes. alcohol and yes. popcorn. Yes. Every show has a sippy cup. 
the, the theater is full of single-use plastic after the show. Right. Do you feel it's okay? And for, I think there's a correlation. Do you feel that it's okay for an actor to share their political thoughts? Uh, to a certain extent, I, I can give my opinion because you asked me, but I'm not about to write a blog or twi- I'm not on Twitter, you know. Right. I, I don't want, I, yeah, sure, I think it's okay. Right. I, I, you know, I don't want to, yeah, that's not my cause. I, I, I have a, a different cause and that's, it's for the uh, continuing integrity of our profession. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Do you, so besides Trump mm-hmm. not being president and you being a, a, alive, what else would, Those are would two Pam? Big ones. They're big ones, but what are two other things? Any goals in life that you you can get whatever you want. Uh, it would be nice to be in a play here in New York mm. because I I still I'm the uh, my agents call me the Lord D Queen, and I <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm I'm wow. a, and I think it's a compliment. But <laughs> yeah, I'm not to your sure. face, I was gonna say they that's do. incredible. Yeah, they well it, the was, it was time? in an email, so right, right. When's the last time you've been in New York? Well, it was a while ago. I did uh, I did a I did a thing off Broadway about ten years ago. Wow. And uh, you know, there's not a lot for women my age who aren't famous. I hear you. And uh, also, uh, you know, after Pippin, it was uh, it's it's been an issue of mobility. I'll do a series. I, I'd love to do more TV. Sure, That'd be great. Where I I show up for more than one day. That would be nice. Oh, what I, I bet you love a multicam. I, I bet you'd love a multicam. I love a multicam, and I also love. I I'd love to get real dark, and I can do that, and I can be a a a, 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 a crazy homeless woman, or I could be a you know a, a social worker or some sort of prison matron. Right. Like your neighbor Dylan Baker on. The good oh, wife. I love Dylan. What a Shots sweetheart. Shocked they're still at Manhattan Plaza. I'm not. Right. Right. Oh. Right. Pam, what Pam. an honor. Oh, it's been my pleasure. Pam. This was fun. Wait, you are doing another show. Correct. Oh. We need to talk about it's this. It's an interview. It's an interview. Oh, thank okay. you for okay. Thank you for remembering. Uh, they're interviewing me at Ars Nova on Monday, December 9th. I'm not used to being asked to be interviewed, uh, but it's, I don't know what they're going to say. Well, they're a great establishment. They are. They're wonderful. And This uh, is an interview where they interview journeyman actors. Correct. Right? Yes, yes. That's the uh, sort of uh, head, heading it's under. So we're going to talk. I'll talk about my career. I don't know what they're going to ask me, but it's Monday, December 9th, and you can get tickets at ArsNovaNYC.com. Oh, Ars Nova, what a great place. What a great space. Sure, yeah, and and relatively easy to get to from my apartment. Oh, good. That's great. <laughs> no. That's great. Yeah, Maybe not Maybe you can take the bicycle. I think I will. You That's a yes. I'll take the bike, and that way I can get home right away. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so no one can come back in front of me. Oh, um, so thank you both. I wish Ours, you getting home right away. Thank you. Every I, night. We'll and I wish you, you the same. We'll call you, we'll call you a car, and thank you. And Monday... December 9th at 8pm at Ars Nova is an evening with Pam Goldberg. And, and um, now, you are not on social media, but uh, a person who films you is on social media. Correct. My assistant, and his name is Philip Teratula, and P. Teratula is the Instagram uh, tag. Where, where I really fell in love with all of your wisdom oh, thank you. on that Instagram Philip is account. sweet. Yeah, he's, he's a nice sweet. person. Yeah, very and he, kind. He shows up on time. He tends to show up. He does. Mm. That's great. And that's what it takes to be an actor. Yep. Show up. Show, show up. up.
Oh, touche. Touche. Touche.